0: Hello, hello. We were having a conversation this week in the Raw Beauty Reset group about morning routines. And we were talking about self-care, which is one of the key pillars in the program. And the girls were wondering, like, do I need to have a morning routine? It seems like everybody has a morning routine. I've tried the morning routine and it just doesn't stick. What should I be doing then? Um, And so I thought that this would be a great topic to discuss on the podcast because we are in such a wild time right now in the world where a lot of us are grappling with some really heavy, big topics. And there are things that perhaps we don't feel like we have a lot of control over. I often find in these spaces when it feels like the floor is falling out from underneath us that there's a lot of power in focusing back inwards and focusing on the things that we do have a little bit more control over. It can feel hard to know how to take a step forward in those spaces. So when the world feels overwhelming, it's so important to come back to the basics, back to the little things that we can manage. And I feel like a morning routine is a perfect place to start. So in this episode, I wanna break down why I have found it so supportive what my morning routine looks like, and then some tips to help you get started in creating a routine that feels right for you and one that will actually stick and be sustainable. So let's start off with why a morning routine feels so important to me. And I'm going to be very honest. (laughs) I have a five-year-old and a three-year-old as I'm recording this episode. And so over the last few years, the sleep deprivation in our house has been real. It's getting way better now that they're older. But I feel like we had a four-year period of time where somebody was up every single night. Scott and I are both working to build our businesses. So there are a lot of late nights of working in there and getting up early in the morning to work through some 17-step morning routine that includes a meditation and a bath and journaling, like that just wasn't happening for me. Sleep was crucial (laughs) for my overall wellness, and I really believe it's crucial for all of us. So to try and wake myself up earlier before the kids woke up to go through a morning routine just didn't feel realistic at the time. After having Brooklyn, my three-year-old, I struggled with postpartum, as I've talked about on this podcast, and so especially during that time, my main focus had to be to get as much sleep as possible during the evenings, and so any morning routine that I had definitely involved the kids, which is totally fine, but my morning routine now looks a little bit different Now that everybody's generally sleeping through the night, I'm getting to bed at a really reasonable hour, I feel like I have the capacity to wake up a bit earlier to carve out some time and some space that is just for me and my wellness. The very first thing I would like you to consider as we're having this conversation (laughs) is where you are at in life right now. If you're at a stage where you have a newborn, this episode might not resonate with you, and that's okay. I don't want you to be putting more pressure on yourself to start some crazy morning routine right now. If you're struggling with your mental wellness, if you're feeling a lot of anxiety or you're feeling really low, as you're listening to this episode, take what feels right for you and leave the rest behind. There are gonna be stages in life when we really gotta focus on the basic basics And then there are other times when we can sort of up-level and layer something else onto our wellness routine that's going to be even more supportive. Let's chat about why I, as a health coach, think that a morning ritual can be really supportive if it is the right fit for you. Let's start off by painting a picture of how most people start their day. Their alarm goes off and groggily, they grab their phone, turn the alarm off, open their inbox. And emails start pouring in or they click onto Instagram or TikTok, whatever their social media platform is of choice and they start scrolling through. I can't remember who it was, but at one point somebody painted this picture and said, when you do that, it is like you are lying in bed and you have just invited all of these people who are now showing up on your phone into your bedroom with you. It's like Ashton from down the road is standing in your room and your boss is there too. Your mother-in-law is now standing in the bedroom with you. If you're living with a partner, it disconnects you from that partner because all of a sudden all these other humans and their wants and needs are in that room with you. And so the very first reason why I feel like a morning routine is so important is that it allows you this sacred time and space that is just for you before you allow all of these other people to enter into your life. It's a way of creating a boundary between you and the world. And especially right now when there is so much going on, it gives us a chance to be able to fill ourselves up so that we have the capacity to handle and manage everything around us. So when you're creating your morning routine, I really want you to think of what would feel really nourishing to you. What would help you fill your tank in the morning? Not just a bunch of to-dos that you should be doing, but what would actually help you feel more resilient as you go into your day? The second piece why I find a morning routine is so important is that as the day begins, we have more and more going on, more people who need us, more to do's, and things grabbing at our attention. And so it becomes harder and harder to carve out space to do those really nourishing and supportive activities. By carving out this time in the morning where you're going to take your supplements, do some breath work, maybe move your body, wash your face, take a shower, do those basic self care things, you are honoring your needs before anybody else's. The third reason I think that these morning rituals are so important is that it sets the foundation for our entire day. I know on the days that I don't do my morning ritual, I feel like I'm always one step behind. Another really important piece of this ritual component is building habits, building healthy habits that support you. We all live in these habitual patterns that play out Day after day. And we call them habits because they're actions that are occurring without us having to think too much about them. So there's this path of least resistance that guides us in this direction of doing things a certain way throughout our day. So you can have habits that are really empowering and that are supportive of your health and wellness. And you can also have habits that are doing the exact opposite, that are harming your health and wellness and that are leading you in a direction that you don't necessarily want to be going in. Consistently repeating a helpful routine that is good for your overall health and wellness is eventually going to help you build a habit. And as a habit forms, it will feel a lot easier to make these supportive choices for yourself moving forward without having to exert so much energy. As we're building up a new habit or a new routine, it is going to feel a little bit more challenging because we're changing our way of being. We're going to have to be more conscious about how we're showing up. And so it will require a bit more effort. But as we consistently show up in the same way over and over and over again, a new neural pathway is formed, a new habit is formed, and it will become much easier. You can look at the example of brushing your teeth. It doesn't feel like it takes a lot of effort to get ourselves to brush our teeth. It's just something we've been doing since we were little over and over and over again. And we know before we get into bed that we brush our teeth, or when we wake up in the morning that we're going to brush our teeth. The same thing can happen with any habit that you're building. The more that you repeat the action, the more it will just become part of your way of being. So setting aside this time in the morning to create some repetition around really healthy habits when you don't have as much distraction throughout the day is a great way to start benefiting from what we call compounding interest of our healthy habits. Compounding interest of our healthy habits is a concept that James Clear talks about a lot. James Clear is the author of the book, Atomic Habits, and I am really loving diving into his work recently. He talks about this idea of compounding interest and how the repetition of healthy habits has extremely high benefits down the road. We can look at the idea of drinking a glass of water. The first morning that you wake up and drink a glass of water, it's not going to have a huge impact on your health and wellness. But if for a year you wake up and every morning before putting anything else in your body, you have a glass of water consistently over 365 days. That's 365 glasses of water hydrating your body, setting the tone for your day, and it will have a huge impact on your overall health and wellness. The same goes for the first time you go for a run. You get out the door, you run for five, 10 minutes, you walk for a bit, you run a little bit more, and that first run isn't going to have a massive impact on your body and your muscle composure and your mental capacity. But if you repeat that process and four or five days a week, you do that over the course of a year there is going to be massive compounding interest on the benefits of doing each of those individual runs. So the individual activity by itself might not have the huge benefits, but when linked together, we really start to notice a change. So creating a morning routine where we're linking these consistent habits together over time is going to help you tap into the benefit of the compounding interest of our healthy habits. over. press pause for a moment on the morning routine conversation to share a little bit about this episode's sponsor apostrophe is a prescription skincare company for people that are ready to take their acne seriously prescription acne treatment really works but it's hard to get you have to take time off work to see a doctor and sit in line at the pharmacy for your medications until apostrophe apostrophe makes it easy to see a board certified dermatologist online You'll get treated immediately and your medications are delivered straight to your home. Simply fill out Apostrophe's online questionnaire about your skin concerns and medical history. Then just snap a few selfies and your dermatologist will get back to you with a customized treatment plan tailored just for you. The best part is that Apostrophe offers topical and oral medications so that you can treat your acne from the inside out and the outside in. Apostrophe treats acne, and they can also help you hit your other skincare goals like reducing redness, wrinkles, and even dark spots. I tried apostrophe and was blown away by how simple the online process was and yet at the same time I really felt cared for with the questions that they asked about my skin, the fact that the dermatologist looked at pictures and was able to pinpoint specific things that apostrophe could support with. Get $15 off your first visit with a board certified dermatologist at apostrophe.com slash raw and use our code raw. This code is available only to our listeners so to get started just go to apostrophe.com slash raw and click begin visit then use the code raw at sign up and you'll get $15 off your dermatology visit that's apostrophe.com apostroph com slash raw and use that code raw to get your dermatology visit for $15 off and we thank apostrophe for sponsoring the podcast and making this episode possible All right, let's get back to your morning routine. Let's talk about my current morning routine. I'm a health coach, and yet my morning routine has to be super simple because mornings are really busy in our house, and I really do value my sleep. So very consistently, Monday to Thursday, I know my alarm is going off at 6.45 a.m. This gives me anywhere from 15 minutes to 45 minutes before my kids wake up. So the very first thing that I do when I get out of bed in the morning is a couple of sun salutations just to wake up my body and to get the blood flowing. I then get a glass of water so simple. I'm telling you, this is not complicated stuff. I get a glass of water and I drink the water. Some days it's cold. Some days it's warm water with lemon. Whatever it is, I am committed to that water. And then I will do a 10 to 30 minute meditation. I am loving recorded meditations right now. I'll include some links to my favorite ones in the show notes. And depending on how I'm feeling or where my mindset is at, I will change that time up accordingly. Now, if I do a 10 minute meditation and the kids aren't up yet, I will squeeze in a Melissa Wood workout. Why I love her workouts is that they are short. I can do them at home, I can be in my pajamas they're quiet. I don't have, you know, I'm not waking up the whole house, which I know a lot of people live in smaller spaces. So I find that that workout, which is low impact, really gets the blood flowing. It helps me find my breath, uh, but I don't need to have a shower afterwards. It feels gentle for the morning. And then the last thing that I do every morning is take my supplements because I'm really working on supporting my anxiety. I was working with a therapist and uh, took her recommendations a along. Along with some recommendations from the wonderful Kate Horseman, who's been on this show. And their suggestions were to take a magnesium oxide, vitamin D. I have a pre and probiotic uh, multivitamin. I take a Jameson. Uh, gorgeous hair and skin vitamin. So I'm really into the supplements right now. And I think that's something that everyone has their own personal thoughts and feelings on. You've got to check in with yourself and see what feels right for you. A couple things that I want to note about my morning routine. The first one is that I don't do it every single morning. I find that what works best for me right now is committing to it Monday to Thursday. And then on Thursday night, I check in with myself to see whether or not I'm needing sleep. I'm needing like a hardcore workout on Friday morning, but I I check in with my body. So four days a week, I'm committed to this morning routine. If I miss a morning, I do not beat myself up. I just start again the next day. We're human beings. Things happen in our life. We're going to have good days and days when it feels harder. So we're really just doing our best. And I think it's really important to keep that mindset because I find with a lot of The women that I coach, they have this all-or-nothing mindset, and if they miss one day, all of a sudden, they give up completely. They just never start back again. So we've got to almost anticipate that we're going to miss days and that that's okay. Going back to this analogy of brushing your teeth, if you miss brushing your teeth one night, you don't beat yourself up and then stop brushing your teeth for the rest of your life. You brush your teeth the next morning, and you brush your teeth the next evening. So really keep that mindset. I also think it is so important to keep it really simple. If you're not currently in the habit of having a morning routine, I want you to pick one thing that you can start adding into your mornings. Maybe it is drinking that glass of water, doing a 10 minute meditation, moving your body and doing a good stretch, taking a shower, doing a cold shower, whatever feels right for you. And I just want you to focus on that one thing. Set your alarm 10 minutes earlier, And just wake up that 10 minutes earlier and do that one thing to honor yourself before the rest of the world gets a piece of you. Let's talk about keeping this practice sustainable. One of the things that we work on a lot in the Raw Beauty Reset is habit formation. We know that there are three key steps in the habit loop. So first of all, there's going to be a cue or a trigger, something that informs you at a subconscious level that we are going to move into the action. The second piece is the action. So in this case, it would be living out your morning routine. And then the third piece that's really important is having some kind of reward. And this is going to create a positive feedback loop so that we're more likely to repeat the action when that cue or trigger occurs again. So your cue or trigger for most people will be your alarm going off. And that alarm going off will trigger you into the action of, Doing your yoga practice, drinking the water, brushing your teeth, whatever it is. And then we want to figure out a reward. One of the easiest rewards that I find really works with people is to get some of those little stars from the dollar store, those sticker stars, and pop them on your calendar or Put a star on your bedside table every time you do your morning routine so that you have that visual feedback that you have done something supportive for yourself. It sounds crazy that as adults, we would use something like a sticker to help us create a new habit, but it's really actually very effective. You can order stickers online right now from anywhere. You could grab them at your local dollar store. Some of you probably have stickers in place. Put it beside your bedside table or your calendar and start giving yourself stickers when you show up for yourself. I love it. Sarah from the Bird's Papaya talked a little bit last year about giving herself gold stars. And this is the same idea. Actually give yourself a gold star when you show up for your morning routine. The second piece in keeping it sustainable and sticky is to actually choose something that is pleasurable, that you enjoy doing. All of the actions that we take in life at a subconscious level, so when we're not really consciously deciding and we just, we're just we just acting, are rooted in what we call the two Ps. And the two Ps are pain and pleasure. Everything we do is to avoid pain and to increase pleasure. So when we're looking at creating a new habit like a morning routine, it would be really beneficial to start off by doing something that feels really pleasurable to you, something that is going to feel enjoyable and nice. Maybe not running 10 kilometers in the pouring rain to begin with. Maybe something like that warm water with lemon or a guided meditation or a gentle stretch with a candle on or reading pages from your favorite book. Start with something that feels pleasurable. And the third piece is to do a mental rehearsal for your morning routine. A mental rehearsal is something that athletes have been doing for years and years and years. And it's basically where you rehearse the activity that you want to live out in your mind before doing it. And as you're rehearsing it in your mind, you want to create a really pleasurable, joyful, beautiful experience in your mind. That starts to help your mind attach that activity or that action to pleasure. And as we just talked about with the two Ps, we want to increase pleasure and avoid pain at a subconscious level. The more we can attach this idea of the morning routine to a really pleasurable response in our mind, the easier it will feel when that alarm goes off in the morning to get out of bed to do it because our brain is going to be saying, yes, this is going to feel amazing. A quick review of how to keep your morning routine sustainable. The first is to remember that all of our habits have three main components, which is a cue or a trigger. So the first piece is figuring out what your cue or trigger will be. For a lot of you, it will be an alarm clock. The second is your action. So what is it that you want to do? And then the third piece is some sort of reward. And I'm suggesting little gold stickers. Maybe you text a friend to say, I did my morning routine. Maybe you just kindly say to yourself, Good job, after you finish. But we've really got to do something to help us solidify this habit by giving ourselves a reward. The second piece is to make it something pleasurable, something that you actually want to do. And the third piece is to do a mental rehearsal for your morning routine. I'd recommend doing this in the shower in the morning or before you fall asleep at night while you're lying in bed. Just take one or two minutes to think about what you're going to do in the morning and how incredible you'll feel as you do it. I'm going to include a list of some things that we've talked about in the Raw Beauty Reset as being beautiful components of a morning routine. And all I want you to do after listening to this episode is to pick one thing that feels pleasurable and manageable for you. Set your alarm clock 10 minutes earlier and I want you to see and notice how you feel after taking that time for yourself, before you go onto your phone, before you start answering emails, before you know the family's up, if you have a family that you're living with, taking this time to honor yourself. So what I want you to do this week is to pick one thing that you want to work on incorporating into your mornings and set your alarm for 10 minutes earlier than you normally would do so that you carve out the space for yourself. I want you to work on mastering this One thing, whether it's drinking the water or the five minute meditation, work on really honing in on that and creating a new habit with that. And when you're ready, try layering something else on. I find a lot of people get really eager to start something like this and they set their alarm clock for an hour earlier and they're like, I am going to wake up, I'm going to dry brush, I am going to meditate, I'm going to do my BBG workout and make some green juice. This is going to be amazing. And they feel so motivated. But because this requires Requires them to make such a huge change from the habit or pattern that they were in before, it's far less likely to be sustainable. This is really a case where we want to make small, manageable changes that will be more sustainable. So, 10 minutes earlier, pick one thing, really master that one thing, and then the next week, or two weeks, or three weeks later, layer in that next piece. Also, remembering that. What might serve you in your morning routine at one stage of your life might not fully resonate at another. So this routine is going to be a little bit flexible, a little bit fluid. You're going to need to notice what you need at different times. If you get sick, for example, it's not going to make sense for you to get up earlier to move your body and meditate. You're going to need to rest. So as always, tuning into your body, noticing what feels right for you. I would love to hear... What it is that you're going to be working on with your morning routine should you decide that this feels like something that would be supportive to you. So screenshot this episode and just write a note to me, tag at raw beauty talks. I will regram your posts, or also you can always send me a DM if that feels easier. I hope this episode was helpful. As always, take what resonates most and feel free to leave everything else behind. I will see you next week.